0: I I'll go to bed,
1: but I'm not giving head, just text me please. Just- Hi everyone, I am Monique, along with my co-host Michael, and welcome to the 27th episode of the celibate V voices, otherwise known as the CVV Code. Hello Michael! Hello Monique. We are on the beach in Marina Del Rey, recording this podcast, and we've gotten off to a late start, which means that if you're just jumping in now, uh, you'll be at the beginning instead of the middle. So, wouldn't want to be a monkey in the middle anyway, I'm not specious, Mike. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Our topic today is... How handle bullying with regards to being celibate, vegan, and other righteous uh, philosophies that uh, you probably hold, being a celibate and a vegan? And when I say righteous, I don't mean self-righteous. Self-righteous means you're totally just into the, yourself, It really doesn't matter what other people uh, need, opinions. Not that it's always good to cave in to other people's needs. True that. But, um, you know, I'm saying, like, selfish. And please understand that just because you're a celibate and you're a vegan does not mean you're selfish. It means you're selfless. People like to label you differently because they see it a different way, and um, we're trying to bring unity to the to the the lifestyle because it it is a minority of a minority of a minority pretty much, and it's hard
2: when. But it you, is growing.
1: Yeah, so um, that's why we're doing this so that we can uh, all have um a collective way, so to speak. But as I was saying, um self self righteous is selfish, whereas righteous is do the right thing, you know, be just.
2: Be greater sure good.
1: Exactly, exactly. So how do you handle it when somebody finds out or you've told them or maybe they've known for quite a while. And you start getting bullied um, because it's happened to me plenty of times. Um, it might not be like a shouting match, but it's it's definitely in the line of belittling, um, without sometimes even people knowing it. Knowing it. So let's start with well, we can we can do both celibate and vegan together, but usually. It's, like, focused on one or the other. Um, let's start with celibacy. So, like, I want you to talk. Actually, outside, uh, Mike's family's home, and we're, like, a block away from the beach. We had to walk half a little No chastity belt. You know, that's that is the old definition. Okay. The new definition is but it should have been all along, and that is to respect your and any potential bodies that can come. It's just smart, it's uh it's compassionate and it's simple. It's really simple. It's simpler than people think it is, and that's why um, people don't do it, you know. So yeah, so here we go. Let's go into the bullying part of it. Mike, um, as I said, we're outside your family's home and uh we had a potluck earlier. If you are in the area for these podcasts, which are broadcast out of Los Angeles, California, um, so join us. Bring bring a dish and Get on uh, to the person because there's plenty of people that would like to come over from different countries and you know know that they have a community. I'm seeing it growing, and people are saying how come this this
0: site isn't more,
1: more is not more communicative and a lot of them aren't, but I have a few websites that actually are uh Facebook groups, so Please, consider mine. Um, I will I will title it at the end of this uh, this, this song. in Facebook. First one is spiritual, logical uh, celibate, and you'll you'll find that, or you can put hetero, romantic, asexual celibate, or you could put. Okay, hey, ladies. Then you're going to have this one. Uh, asexual, so you could put that in, too. <laughs> then you can also find oh, one more, finding celibate love for life. And that means, you know, you actually find a partner that you, you know, are intimate with, either aromantic or um, romantic, you know. In a way, if you're a romantic Intimacy of mine, maybe Um A lot of people that Are sitting, get married And then, uh, you know Practice, like, this Beastal kind of act Um They're going to love each other And, you know Stop for each other And not have that beast act You know, that sounds Um Hmm.
0: Indeed.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well Bye. Bye. I Bye. Bye. I Bye. not Bye. Bye. Is what I would say the most common form of bullying is, you know, a person or group of persons getting up in one's face, you know, either verbally or physically attacking one. I pleasantly, thankfully, serendipitously have not experienced that much at all in my life, if at all. But bullying in the form of Uh, It's important. Remember, it's basically making physical spaces.
1: Monique is back.
2: Yay! Welcome back, Monique.
1: Thank you. There's,
2: there's the uh, broader, I suppose you could broader more. Ubiquitous and therefore often unnoticed form of bullying, which goes on on the part of the establishment, the status quo that you know one must eat animals and must and one must uh, do like an animal to a successful, happy, you know, member of society, whatever cock and bowl story they got.
1: Now, Michael. Being that you're a male, I think you get less bullied into doing these things because things tend to be more bullied than men. That's just the fact. But
2: well, I certainly haven't spared that so, You know, had I not been born with the um, uh, physical conditions I have, then I would probably be an upper I would probably. You know, a wider space of, um, friends saying I was in O'Donnell County, here or something. I've been through that in this generation of life. His maiden friend, I'm quite on fright sometimes, in the context of
1: So you've spent a lot of time on your own.
2: Well, I've been on my own my whole life.
1: So you've had a lot of time to think about this. I actually just want to make sure, because I, I wanted to dive into this um, now more to you personally, becoming celibate and you know you how you grew up and the condition that definitely played a part it seems and
2: like it's, it's a contributing factor
1: but i'm i'm hearing like my voice going in and out and before i want i i i continue recording i just want to see how you hear me
2: i can hear you quite fine
1: okay then maybe it's just me Um, My uh, my phone, then we'll continue going on. So um, you had told me that you were homeschooled.
2: back. So yes, college. Um, yeah, although I was not subjected to playing in the neutral sense, I was in the broader sense that, you know, the rather violent, forceful message was in my face all the time to consume animals and do the deed. And yes, I was happy thus far in my life, solo. And uh, I found it rather advantageous, you know, because I've gotten to more objectively observe others through the years, see what works for them, what doesn't, patterns. And, um,. Also, growing up, I was brought up in a very spiritual, spiritually minded um, household, rather than religious. You know, yes, they were there. uh, We did have a family Bible. Um, We do, of course, honor Jesus the Christ as one of many masters of self-realization, which is what he taught—the science of interiorization and God realization within oneself and indeed in the Bible I believe it's um, I can't remember the passage but God says you know be still and know that I am and that is a very obvious reference to yoga meditation so I was brought in that East I Middle mean, East um view blend of I an mean, environment. That definitely helped in part shape my view towards remain, um well at least being vegetarian. I would born vegetarian lacto like or Rome, unfortunately. I wish I could go back in time, don't we all? Who are you now? But yes, I never ate flesh of any animal. And uh, also, I was very drawn to this um, self-continence of the progenitive fluids and energies, which uh, was... Is taught in the, um, philosophical scientific framework, which I have grown up on, which is Kriya Yoga, of course, science Creo. And, um, it until later that I also, I guess you could say, connected the dots and realized that my pre-existing condition, which I was born with, of course, (laughs) pre-existing, spina bifida, played both a great karmic and, of course, biological influence on both me being, by default, asexual and also my choice to just not want to have anything to do with that because it just so happens to be at the level of my spine opposite the nerves which govern um, control of the progenitive organs.
0: <laughs>
2: and for those of you who aren't familiar with spina bifida, it is a malady brought on by environmental toxins, um, destroying the genetic code so that the neural tube, mater, pia mater and um, vertebral column do not fully fuse, thereby um, leaving the nerves open to damage. And depending on where it happens on the spine, either from the base of neck and the cervical vertebrae all the way down to the coccyx, you know, um, dictates the well. level of damage one lives with. Okay.
1: Okay. So now. Mike, thank you for explaining that. Um, we're actually sharing his phone. You can come down here, too. All right. Uh, this is like um, a vegan ice cream soda with two straws that are eco-friendly. will biodisintegrate. except his phone won't. But mm-hmm. <laughs> we hope that we have the phone for a long time. Um, yeah, my my signal, it's not working on the beach, so... Um I'm borrowing his now. I I wanted to say that it's interesting that you said it was more because you were born this way, um your condi- your condition that made you asexual, that's what you're saying. It's definitely contributing.
2: Uh-huh. Of the contributor back. Yeah.
1: Well, what I want to say is that there are many, especially men, who would try to get over that and almost demand um, sexual intercourse. And by demand, I don't mean any sort of sexual assault, but like you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove that, you know, I can do this, and, uh, you know, I'll get over this, or I don't want something to be wrong with me. Almost kind of how men of the past, or even maybe now, who might have, you know, like men, maybe they forced themselves to like women, or, you know, they wanted to, and then what happens is, they mess up other people's lives because they're trying to prove something to themselves. But see, you can't just prove something to yourself in a duo because somebody is going to get hurt. And that's what a lot of people haven't thought in, you know, when, when something happens to them or in their, the minority, they don't think of the other person. They think that they'll, okay, I'll get over this hurdle. But see, you know, they're, there is a difference between getting over a hurdle for yourself that involves no one and one that does. Uh, but not to get off topic, um, there would be, uh, here, you can come closer to the, because if you feel it, you have to, you know. Can I hear you okay? Yeah. Yeah, but I think you should
2: be. I I think
1: you're gonna have to get like. Yeah, just get down next to the el, your elbow. I'm on my elbow. All right, so okay, we're shifting, folks. This is this is the beach. We we have this huge blanket out here, and um, like I said, it's not boring to be celibate. We have
0: more time.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, Oh, Mike! Actually, his once your head is like on the sand. Oh, he... I don't mind
2: if I...
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: I wonder if people are getting a kick out of us like niggling <laughs> ourselves around on the sand here, or if they think that we're boring them. Back to the topic. No, how can't be boring them. We're fun.
2: Okay. Yeah, we are.
1: So, um. As I was saying, I can cite a few different um guys that I knew one like was working on a project, one some oh no, he actually he did comedy, another one um and oh, and then there is um an ace that I talked to for for quite some time. Um, and that was one where I believe that he was trying to prove things to himself and forgot me in the
2: mix. But um, well, first comes that, and then comes acceptance. Mm. That's the key term there, acceptance. As uh, Ruth often says, you know, if you can't let yourself Uh, And then you to love someone else. Yeah. And of course, you can't love yourself, but accept first.
1: See, this is why we're doing this show. Next words of wisdom. (laughs) Yeah, he is a very wise person. You know, seriously though, the more time you have to be on your own, the more wisdom you can acquire because you don't have the disturbances of, you know... The crowd. Of the crowd, exactly. You know, I mean, there's always positives and negatives in everything. You know, you won't have some of the skills that the crowd has. <laughs> but, um, but definitely you have more time for reading about other people's um, lessons. And, geez, if you have the knowledge beforehand... Um, there's really no reason to have to, as they say, reinvent the wheel. So, of course everybody wants to go on their own life path, but when it comes to health and, well, definitely sexual relations, I I think it's wise to, as you were saying, you know, listen and read about other people's uh, stories, situations. And but, yeah, these these guys, the one had hit his, the back of his head, 18 years old, motorcycle accident, and he was about 50 when I was working with him. I was about 20 years younger, and um, he started liking me, and I really tried to just, Tell him, um, look, I have a boyfriend. Uh, this is—we're just working on this, and he was getting upset. I don't think he wanted to, but I think he went into into the uh, project hoping that something would happen. And um, I'm not saying that he couldn't have had hope, but to go into that before the project. Not a good thing. See, I don't think you should help people for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it
2: backfires.
1: If something develops, like you know, during, I mean, and you work it out professionally speaking, organically, then, as the uh, yeah. But if not, then um, that's not good because now you're expecting something that wasn't part of the original plan and.
2: Um, and there's no way, to, that's a way to sabotage something than which,
1: which he did. He did, and I really never got my project out. And, you know, he could have been paid as well, but there was no room for that because he spoiled it. And I kind of think that some of it has to do with him, um, you know, landing, having a concussion on the back of his head. I mean, he did, well, he, he did have... Um, a, um, a walk impediment and...
2: Well, it has been shown that significant brain trauma can actually significantly alter personality.
1: Yeah, he, he had smooth swings, kind of, um,
2: and I doubt he was on the side as well.
1: Yeah, I, but basically, um, he, he would snap every now and then, and then, like, one time, he was we were working close, closely on the laptop, and he had it my knee, and he said, "That's it," you know. And I just didn't feel comfortable, and I told him, and it turned into this three-day argument, landing in me saying, "Do you want me to call my boyfriend?" And him saying, "No. Why do I want to? Why would I want you to do that? What should I say to him um, to tell him to f you real hard?" And I remember that was just. That just, like, hit my heart, and it really bothered me. Yes. It bothers me, and
2: I wasn't even there. Yeah. I probably wasn't even alive then. What? I probably wasn't even alive then, either.
1: Oh, yes, you were alive, yeah, for I sure. Yeah.
2: Just mm-hmm. a week, babe. 2007? Oh, well, 2007, when you were, I yes. 30s. Yeah. We're not that many years
1: apart. Don't care about my age. Um, <laughs> so yeah, one of these these times I may reveal it. If you're a good audience and we build and build and build and you can see how people do look younger by living this lifestyle. Um and, you know, I don't even want to call it a lifestyle. I find that it's an ethical disposition. I mean, why should you say, oh, it's my lifestyle? Like, yeah, it's...
2: it's way of life, is being more complete, I think. way so, of life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds better, too, for some reason.
2: Lifestyle just sounds too true.
1: And fashionable, right? Yeah. Although, being a vegan and celibate is fashionable... Um, more than people realize, and that's why we're doing the show, too. But, yeah, like, he... uh, You know, I I had to um, leave that project,
2: and there
1: were a couple, like, other things. It wasn't that one. That was just the worst. And he did apologize. Yeah, but... uh, He didn't learn. He didn't learn. And then um, the next one, he had problem too. what was his problem. But I'm... I, I think there's actually more problems with with uh, people, actually, that had an accident or whatnot. There was one that was 30 years older, and he said he had been in a terrible car accident and his face had been reconstructed. And I had no idea, actually, if he was in um... The mob. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I can say that now because it's a long time ago. But he was an actor, and over there on the East Coast, a lot of I think the older ones were involved in some, mm, you know, shady stuff, I guess, in order to have money to continue in the business or maybe make their own films or let's just. I didn't know this, like the Italians kind of run Hollywood in New York. I mean, maybe not now, but just like Jewish people, uh, many of them were, they owned Hollywood. And I don't want to say that as a derogatory, I'm just saying that that's the truth. I mean, there's certain cultures that get involved in certain industries it's just a fact, I mean, we know a lot of Irish people got involved in law enforcement, um, a lot of Russians, you know uh, uh, ice skaters, gymnasts, and ballet dancers <laughs> it just and it just classical music, too. classical music too it It just happens because everyone from a culture works together so but unfortunately uh, the culture. Working together is one thing, but...
2: You Against know, another, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, mafia... It, mafia started as a good thing in Italy, and it it went to beco- becoming a bad thing. Controlling everything, slaying okay. people, killing people. Um, you know, it's, it's... kind
2: of odd, funny, these things. I, I just saw a story in the news not too long ago about the Yakuza. How then that's happening after release effort. And uh two pictures. Oh my oh, boy.
1: They stepped up. Well that was good. Um So, yeah, I, I don't know. He was jealous of uh, any guy that was around me. I mean, it was like a partnership. We were working on his play. Then um, I was working on my play, and it just... In the end, I figured he really just wanted to be with me. I mean, I think he liked the art, but it just it got discombobulated and again he did say he was in an accident so I don't know and then there's the the one that I was really um close to he said he was an asexual but see then he got involved he he broke it off with me, went with somebody else who wasn't an asexual who wasn't celibate I mean, she. Oh, we, ha- we have some audience members approaching. <laughs> we have a whole family approaching right now. Okay. <laughs> nice day at the beach. <laughs> Mike's in a moo moo, too, everybody.
2: Royal, purple, green, gold, and black.
1: He doesn't give. Up. Flying, vegan, gluten free, sugar free. Hmm. Um, only thirty three calories, fudge. Not a one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everyone, part of being salved is being clean of the the mouth as well. Sure. There are too many people that drop the F bomb. In this day and age, and a lot of them, they're not thinking about what the rudimentary um, definition uh, of it is, which is of a sexual context. Which, as far as I'm concerned, it's one step below rape, you know, because it's like such a violently aggressive term. So I say that people should eliminate this from saying it to other people. Sometimes it just drops by accident because. It is a word of anger, for sure. And if you hear it enough, that can pop out of your mouth. But there are so many people that do it deliberately, you know?
2: I curse, but only when I injure myself over much. There you
1: go. See? It just pops. I don't normally. But there are people that are like, yeah, man, I can't believe, like, what? It was such an effing this, and yeah, I loved it. It was effing great, you know, and it they can control that you know i know that they can if they really thought about it it's not like they stub their toe and then something happens just like you said if you hurt yourself like anything can come out of your mouth yeah. it's amazing but um yeah so back to what i was saying so he went with this um young woman and she had never done it but she was like they they moved in, they wanted to uh, or she she wanted to do it. And actually apparently it seems like she coerced him to do it. But I don't think like coerces and like sneakily. I mean, I guess she just really wanted to do it. And then he said, Okay, you know Uh, just to please, and he said he didn't really like it uh, because I did speak afterward, and but, I mean, I think to myself, like, why did you do that? Like, you, you know, this is why we talked and creatively worked together over Skype for a long time, and then, you know, you have this person on the side that I didn't know about that if you couldn't come over to here because it was a long distance, then, you know, you would go with her. And I thought that our relationship was honest because I had to make um, make a decision between him and my former relationship coming back into my life. But he had, like, left two times before, so I didn't really know if I should. So I thought, well, I have so much in common with this other person that maybe I, oh, we have somebody else approaching now. Okay. So maybe I, you know, I should go with him because um, another thing, I don't want to be pressured, you know, in, in the future because the other relationship, he wasn't asexual, but he was willing to be celibate in marriage. But then one time he said that Um, He thought, well, he might want to do it in marriage. And these kinds of questions for someone who wants to remain a celibate um, and asexual, it's like, it's really, I mean, it almost feels like, um, excuse me, it almost feels like a form of rape, and I'll tell you why. Because they're not putting on you but mentally and emotionally it's like if you're with somebody for so long and then they agree to something that is so important and then they say well they might change their mind that's like frightening because now you're going to either if they do you're either going to lose them or you're going to go against what you felt was right all along and yeah so that's why I went with the other person And the other person was willing for me to have my own, you know, thoughts and whatnot. And the other person was, he was um, wanting me to literally believe everything that was mentioned biblically without a question. And I do have questions because there was a lot of brutality and there were some, there are some books that are missing, you know, so, and that's not being a non-Christian. I don't feel that just because you're asking those questions, but for him it was, so, um, but yeah, but I kind of chose the wrong person, it seems, because um, he went with this other person Then he did that with her. And I'm thinking, well, maybe he just said yes, too, because not just because he wanted to appease her, but because he wanted to, like, you know, see if it's really true. Like, I'm thinking maybe that could have been it. I don't know. So I'm just, oh, and the last one. That, this one was the worst one. He was younger than me. I met him in Chicago doing a comedy open mic. And he was in a wheelchair. He couldn't move part of his body at all. And, um, yeah, we, we were having, like, fun as far as um, getting along and whatnot. And I think he fell for me. It, we saw each other maybe a total of two or three times each time I had visited Chicago because I was going with someone. At the time it was the same one that I was going with when that other disaster happened with the F word and, and this um this person he hes really started to like me but you know besides um, the fact that I was with someone he had a drinking problem he was drinking like way too much like whenever we entered a new Um, venue and I remember the last time I saw him he's like come back to me Monique or something like that and he threw up all over himself I'll never forget it it was just so it was just so upsetting for me in so many different ways so many I felt bad for him I felt bad for me you know, I felt like, wow, like, you know, this person is just so charged up about me, you know. And, I mean, he didn't mention anything about sex. He didn't, but he wasn't, I don't think, an asexual or never said it, you know. And I guess I felt like just, I i felt taken advantage of because here, like, he's spouting this, themselves up throwing up and calling my name, you know, in a like romantic kind of way. And it was just, it was disgusting. I'll just put it that way. It was truly, truly disgusting. And that's not because he was in a wheelchair that it was disgusting. It was disgusting because of the situation. Like even if it had been uh, just somebody who, who wasn't in a wheelchair, you know, uh, the, it just feels manipulating. Let's just put it that way. So, I know I've described these people in in full and taken a lot out of our topic, but I'm doing it like to tell you that sometimes people that have different disabilities conditions, whatever you you know prefer the term to be i and what do you prefer the term to be?.
2: Okay. Because, uh,
1: because uh, you know, some people say physically
2: challenged. Yeah, that was. I mean, I identify. And the funny thing is, now... I don't
1: know if it's it's People could still make fun of the word "challenge" in some ways, so I don't know if that even is
2: that that great of a term.
1: It's adequate.
2: That's true.
1: Um, in fact, in incarnation in not coming back. Yeah, that is a challenge, because it means you, oh, wait, oh, coming into, okay, yeah. re Reincar- re would be coming back. <laughs> See? Oh, gosh.
2: Remember mm-hmm. Yes? In the present power, it's <laughs> easy to be living space. That's exactly what the human condition is like. You know, we're the genie, and this is the tiny, teeny, consigning bottle that's Stopped up. We have to unstop it uh, get out. <sighs>
1: Sorry, I'm groaning here. I'm getting again. We have yes, and
2: figuring out how that unstop the bottle.
1: Yeah. So I just wanted to say that um, some of the people with these conditions, they were worse in some ways because I feel they had something to prove to themselves that's what I feel and they would they would they they would project it onto somebody else partly that I understand yeah you're right you're right but um I just don't know if they all think about the other person. I mean, even, you know, I'm sure you've seen films or heard of films where...
2: So, they do to agree. they There, you
1: know, I've seen films before where the guy's in a wheelchair or he can't even, like, move his whole body and you see, like, the prostitute coming to him because, you know, he either orders her or somebody orders her for and for him. So... This is all to say just because you were at least in part born asexual because of your condition and or um, you, well, even the spiritual thing, it didn't mean that you didn't want to try intercourse because... There's plenty of people that have spiritual background backgrounds and they are practically nymph, nymphomaniacs and I, <laughs> you could laugh at that but it's the truth you know it's like they want to go with this one and that one they think it's part of their spirituality so that's all to say that Yes. Yes. So that's that's all to say that you could have said okay well I'm going to get I'm going to get over this hurdle of not being attracted and not, you know, possibly being able to, um, you know, be like someone else as I, you know, cause I don't, I don't know like limitations. I mean, you know, um, so, and then I'm so sorry if I'm getting too personal, like it doesn't mean that there would be any limitations at all. I'm just saying that like I have scoliosis, so Instead of lifting 20 pounds easily, I can only lift uh, 8 pounds easily because of my back, you know. And so that doesn't mean that I can't lift. Oh, my God. I am really – this is becoming a comedy. (laughs) My eyes are closed because I don't even want to see the look in your face. but no, like, yeah, I mean, I just have limitations, and that's all there is to it. Like, any act that a body does when, you know, they're, they're challenged a bit, there's going to be some limitations. It doesn't mean you can't do something. But, yeah, for, so all of that, you could have been, like, rebelling. Like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this as often as I can. And, you know, I've seen asexuals on you know, we we met on ace Dashbook.net, but and so glad that it's out there. So, so glad. Oh,
2: it was a wonderful resource for sure.
1: But there were some angry people out there. If you even brought celibacy up, they would charge on you, and you know, who says I don't want to do sex? I can do sex. I just wish I wanted to. And it's like, oh gosh, like please, you don't make sense. And I just think it's, they they just maybe want to prove to themselves or, you know, their partner, obviously, there's pressure there. So why are you getting upset with me when I'm trying to save you the pressure? But, well, yeah, I mean, there's asexuals, they're doing the act a few times per week. And they're not even in um, a marriage, you know. But then other people can say we don't want to get married and be, and do it. And I don't want to get into into all that today. Uh, but yes, Mike, that's all to say that you could have totally have been a 180 on what you are today.
2: Oh no doubt, yeah. I, uh, that's I different. Chicken for sure I would have turned out different.
1: And part of that bullying if there had been more people around you, could have been, like, excuse me, this is really going to be um, insulting, so, but they could have been, like, hey, man, you know, don't you want to get laid? Don't you want to, like, don't you want to have kids one day? Don't you want to know what it feels like as a chick? Don't you, um, um, don't you want to come out with us? You know, we're going to get uh, we're going to get trashed and then we're definitely going to get some pussy, yeah, yeah, I said it, people, because it sounds so gosh darn bad, and I am so sorry that people use it, and this is a educational show so I'm going to have to use it and I'm not going gonna... you
2: to sure.
1: I am not going to blank these out because people have to know what the deal is here It's it's so insulting to me and I don't know, how does it feel like when you hear that kind of stuff, Mike? That's going to make my stomach turn. hmm Yeah, and that's part of bullying because, see, your, sto- okay, your, your stomach is linked to your mind. I just learned this. Yeah,
2: there's actually no, there are no tissue running the entire length of the digestive system.
1: And I think this was because that, that comes from when you were a baby in the womb. Because
2: our gut instinct is basically the brain, the thin layer, the single cell layer of brain tissue in our in, um, intestines and stomach, actually contributing to the decision factor.
1: Wow! And so, you know, one of the, the last people that I was um, have serious relationship with before I met him, his stomach used to bleed. And then when he was with me and he was eating raw and organic and
2: it there was
1: love, yeah, it didn't happen. And it was only when, actually, he wasn't with me anymore and he started getting, like, nervous or whatnot that, yeah, it did, it did. But I don't think he got that connection,
2: so. I'm glad we do.
1: Yes, yes, um, in fact, he told me not to listen to the show that I learned that on the other night. So, yeah, he didn't want me listening to esoteric type of things. Basically, he he was scared. Yeah, he was scared for me. There are some some topics on this particular show that uh that mm, maybe not the best. Negative energies can come, but overall, I think that you learn a lot on this this number one overnight show so
2: mostly quite on the mic as well
1: yeah I think so uh as I was saying what was I saying
2: about um this loss of um um anxiety oh yeah bleeding yeah dissipated when we were together but then Mm-hmm.
1: So, that's, so, they're now saying that autism is rela- re- related to the gut, and it's a shame because there are still so many...
2: Well, the gut is the center of the body's immunity. Yes.
1: And you should talk a little bit about that, but um, I just wanted to say that... Um. Sorry, there's a lot of uh's and stuff I mean, doing this on the beach, I'm just so relaxed. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired from yesterday though, a little bit. But um yeah. I had a mishap, but um yeah, so there's a lot of people that are not eating a gluten free plant based diet and you know, they're still eating sugar and these people have autism and The information is out there, and when I see that it's not being done, I get so upset, you know, and I see it in schools. I see it firsthand. I try to make comments and whatnot. Some of them say, oh, yeah, and some of them are like, oh, but it's too difficult to, like, find these ingredients to do that. No, it's not.
2: You can buy them in bulk online, but you just don't know what it looks
1: like. And I just feel that there's no... um, I mean,
2: the age progress Yeah. You know, it's quite literally it's like tools.
1: It just doesn't feel like there's progress in that area at all when it comes to um mm. people with these challenges in the system. Maybe privately it's a different thing, you know. If you have the money you can you can do it the right okay. way and possibly it not become to get more, possible, but, uh, but not here in the system if you don't know any better. So, but back to topic. So, you said these things, but you weren't really involved in groups because you didn't get into the system until, um, until college. But tell me about college. You said a lot of currentists there wasn't there anyone at all that would like bully you on your philosophies.
2: Not really. I mean, the closest that I ever that I ever got to actually be bullied for my view was when I went to be something services on campus, and I mean, it's an I've, I've this, you know, in order to have someone to just you know, you know ideas and yeah. you know, things awesome. And unfortunately, she was a kind of good oh. not sympathize with me at all.
1: Really? Sympathize with you in what way?
2: Just, you know, hear me out, say, oh, I'm not even that's terrible, you know, here's some resources, but, you know, how can I help? None of that. Yeah. Yeah. Modality of living is so opposite. I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean I,
2: don't know how to.
1: I and that's why I really feel it's important to see a counselor that is somewhere in your um
2: your yeah, maybe.
1: exactly, exactly. And the problem with uh counseling for celibate, up to this point at least is There haven't been any there aren't unless it's of a religious order which means that now you have to confine yourself to believing in a certain um energy if you would because i'm gonna say it like that because not everyone believes the same and shouldn't be forced to just because they want to remain celibate. You know, it it, it kind of reminds me of when I first became vegetarian in 2001 and put myself on a vegetarian dating site, and all these men who were Hindu from India were contacting me, and I thought, my goodness, why do I have to be a Hindu and of a certain culture in order for people to... Not one to harm animals and eat them. It, it, it didn't make sense. But,
2: you know, everyone... Because, because all world is actually, in their truest iterations, you know, they don't do this kind of thing, it's not good for you, it's not good for them, it's not good for anybody. Yeah. But that message has been muddled, altered, and outright omitted in many instances.
1: Um, And actually, recently, most recently, just um, a few days ago, you know, I kept my profile in there because it was such a lovely profile, like friends, looking for friends. And I, I actually got a response from someone who was, in their 50s, with children, has been divorced, and has children. And he said, he had read my profile, and since then, he has tried being celibate, and he feels so much better, and he wants to have a friendship. Now, here's the thing. I don't mind being friendly to people online, but... I, it, it, first of all, number one, it takes me a while to truly know that someone is a friend. secondly, um, you need to understand that just because two people share the same belief, so to speak, that you can give them an hour or more of your time, like, frequently, and I think that that's what a lot of friendships need, like, you know, deep deeper friendships, and I can't give that now, and I seem to think that a lot of people, men, especially from other countries, they want to be, like, friends immediately, or not even other countries, like, if they see something, then they want to immediately make it, like, grow quickly, and I can't do that. I'm very, I'm super busy. I don't know what your life is like. You know, if you're in America, there are certain pockets where there's a lot of stress, and you're always, like, going, 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 going. Otherwise, you get quite far behind in finances and um, obligations and whatnot. So, I can't just, like, say, hey, yeah, because you've tried being celibate, let's have this long, deep friendship. That's not fair to think that somebody can just do that. And although it's nice to think that we could all, I'm just being practical, and I don't know, when I hear somebody wanting something so fast, I kind of, like, think, oh, does he really want a friendship, or he wants, like, romance. Too, and he's just like not saying it because, um, because he's afraid to or whatnot. And the fact is, like, he's been married, he's divorced, and he has kids. I don't have that. I don't prefer having that lifestyle. You know, that's why I I didn't want to have children. Um, I was going to get married, but it's like it's not that I don't, I I could be nice to you and talk to you here and there, but I don't. It's scary for me to get involved in a friend relationship like that when you have such a different lifestyle than me. And like, ultimately you'll probably want me to be a mother to the children. And I can't do that. I'm sorry. You know, there's, there's a lot of divorced men that will try to contact you because they see that, you know, you're single, single you don't have any, um, any like ties like children and like, okay, now they want to be with you. They probably think that they could just have free time with you. Their mother has the kids or their wife, former wife. And like, that's not what I want. Okay, I'm not like the fallback person to be your, your, your children's mother whenever you want. And I'm sorry, I'm just not going to do that. I didn't get myself into that predicament. And, you know, I don't want to judge anybody at all. But I think people should, I, I kind of think divorcees should be with other divorcees because they kind of understand it. But then again, there might be some people that didn't want to get divorced and they lived really righteously, and unfortunately, something happened along the way. So, you know, I definitely don't want to judge it. But all I'm saying is I don't, I, I just don't, I, I want to be in a position of folks that are more like myself. Are you awake? You're
2: sighing. Oh, I sorry. Oh, okay.
1: I thought you got mad at what I was
2: saying. Oh.
1: No, I mean, if you think that I'm wrong...
2: Oh, no, you're on the money 100%.
1: Okay. Okay, great. Because, you know, I'm sure that there's people that are divorced and they want to be celibate and they're listening to me and they don't think that it's fair, and it may not be fair, and that's what I'm saying to you. Like, I don't know why this person wasn't, you know, with his wife anymore. Maybe... She did things to him. Maybe it had to be done. Maybe it was because of her, and it's not him, you know. And and he wants to be with somebody more like me, which is maybe me. But the fact of the matter is, in most cases, I just, I, I really don't want that lifestyle. So, you know, maybe, maybe someday I would adopt, but I don't want to have the pressure of we need to do this because, Quite frankly, there's a lot of things that I need to take care of. And if you're going to adopt or foster, as far as I'm concerned, your life is now more the child's because, yeah, that's how I was raised. So I don't know. Mothers and fathers who, you know, they have power careers and. They don't have a lot of time for their children. I I don't know. I just don't know if that's really the right thing. But I'm not judging there either. Now, if you have time in your your career and the child's there and they can, like, do all that stuff, great. But a lot of times children want different things. And then they kind of take you off your track a bit. And I don't know how it can be done. I've never figured it out, and therefore i I haven't done it, and um, I don't know what to say. I mean, I guess it's great if it can work, but it really has to work. Like, the husband and the wife, I think they have to be together and almost maybe be in the same business and, like, you know, have colliding schedules where they're always together. And I don't see that happening in a lot of instances unless you have a lot of money and you have people to do things for you. Um, What else did I want to say about that? Well, oh, yes. Yeah, the, I was actually saying about the vegetarian thing back on the veggie date. I was saying only the people that were of Hinduism and in India were contacting me. And I'm like, why Why do I have to be of this certain sect in order to
2: fix um, vegetarianism? that it's like only very no eggs, fish, or mammals. So, um...
1: But you were saying about your counselor. That's why I first started saying it. And it's like, who's... Who's who's going to understand you except somebody that follows your same way of life? Yeah. And if you... And fit, heart fit. Yeah, if, if your counselor is not of that type... And that can, no, and actually, they can do great damage. Oh, yes, like a lot of damage. Yeah, because it seems it's seems like, Definitely,
2: uh, I went away from the experience quite like, missed for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they can do a lot of damage because oh. they have doctors. And, in and to
2: add insult injury, there was um, you know, there's, uh, how there's like, a bunch of clubs and whatnot, and, like student organizations. There was this one called. Mars, male advocates for responsible sexuality. Ha! moron. Yeah. So, if one of the guys, you know, hopefully in the quad, says, oh, what about, you know, would you like to learn about res- uh, responsible sexuality? And I said, ha, that's a funny, awesome moron. And so, you know, he mugged his under his breath, asshole or jerk or something. You know, some, something rude that, you know, I, I was actually rude, not what I said. <laughs> that was just the truth. And he got offended because it was the truth.
1: Was this a counselor, or a regular student?
2: A, a regular student member of um, that organization.
1: Okay, so now we're getting into something. There is definitely, that was bullying, and you said that you didn't have any.
2: Well, I didn't really consider it as much. If I had stayed, it probably would have developed into unread bullying, but yeah, I, I just thought, you know, my. I it mean like, what, what is huh, That's funny. I'll Keep going.
1: Although maybe he thought you meant um, there's no way that you can be responsible. There, is. If there isn't. There is. <laughs> yeah, if there isn't. I don't know. Maybe maybe he, he, he was good intentioned and didn't understand your celibate uh,
2: um, offering there. I don't know. Maybe. They, he did have said it. Yeah. Uh, the job is part of that you know, corporate or whatever. Get down there. Right.
1: Especially something that is supposed to be responsible, right? Yeah. Don't go calling people a-holes.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess, quote-unquote responsible way would be to remove the human interaction necessity completely and just do it, you know, in a more, I guess, biomechanized manner, like, uh, in that one Man of Steel movie or whatever, where it shows a clip of the services on Krypton before it blows up and now um, I
1: Should talk about that in another show. um, The child reselled it. Because you and I had a conversation today on did you think that it was necessary for other children to keep going and going and going? Because you know, we talk about endangered species and we're so afraid of the monarch butterfly disappearing. But yet, we would have it such that nobody else was born and all the souls would just stay in the light. So it's pretty interesting because I'm all for saving species, you know, but as far as humans, uh, there's a lot of, like, sadness. And, yeah, there's a lot of joy, too, but at the same time, I'd rather just have all joy all the time. And of course, people would know. Some people would be like, well, you have to know to take the peak of good with the bad, or you won't know what the good is. But well, I definitely had a taste of the bad and the sad, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm fine with joy. Um, I'm fine with love. Yeah, so it really gets anger and weight really, really get me upset. It bothers me when I see that out there. It just does. Um, so, yeah. So your your carnage counselor didn't understand you.
2: She
1: did not no. um, can you tell me anything in particular that really made you get upset, which maybe you didn't tell her you were upset, but anything that you thought that you remember to the story that
2: I honestly don't remember the the, the um the interaction the transaction at all. I just remember she was in no help <laughs> whatsoever. Did you be very flippant about it. Really?
1: Did you tell her that you wanted to be celibate?
2: Well, no, I told her I was asexual, that I identified as asexual.
1: And you don't remember anything?
2: No, just that her tone was not one of understanding sympathy or empathy.
1: Did she try to encourage you to Um, have a relationship that was sexual?
2: Probably, I don't even remember. Well, if she did, that was bullying. And that was inside your process. Well, I mean, the they called it the Rainbow Continuum, the local uh, LGBTQ recruitment cell. So, it was very strong. Yeah, I remember... She was a vet camp, so... Yeah, I
1: remember being told... Um, I've
2: been helped.
1: ...that um, I was a lesbian because I wanted to actually wait till I was married.
2: That makes zero sense in any reality.
1: He was gay and I think he wanted me to come into his corner. Okay. And he wasn't very nice to me for a bit. It was a colleague. And then one night he invited me to some house party that he had and his friends like they started putting on a gay porno and I just like went oh, out of the room. No,
2: no. Yeah. I would have been out of there
1: yeah. And recently he was um, in an area that had a hurricane and I was concerned because millions had evacuated and I just reached out and said, you know, are you okay? And she's like, yes, I've looked for you before and mine didn't find you on Facebook. That's because I had a a different um, name than the first and last. And anyway, long story short, he had. Um, I only wanted to know that he was okay. I didn't necessarily want to start anything because I already, I always remembered that. And he friended me, requested me, but I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. And I. I wanted to tell him why I didn't, but then I didn't, and a lot of time went by, and now if I did, I feel like might just, um, I could, I don't want any wrath, I don't want any controversy, let's just put it that way, and I could see that happening if I said, the reason I didn't talk to you is because you know you showed that when I was unexpected, and or he he might get scared that I want to sue him or something. I don't know, but people have funny ways of they just shut down when you like tell them that they did something. Mike,
2: I agree.
1: You you do agree, right?
2: Yeah. So, I'm a little him.
1: I will, I will listen and if I was disrespectful or if the other people person took it disrespectfully, I will take ownership for it. If I didn't feel I was doing anything wrong, I will I will definitely say that. Yeah. And I will apologize for anything that was mis- misunderstood or
2: I perceived. Yeah,
1: right. yeah. But people, they don't do that. Not in this day and age. People are afraid that you're going to sue them or um they just have was changing slowly. Would you care to to proceed?
2: Well, I've amongst the uh, growing number of vegans in our generational pool, you know, early forties to down to the twenties. Um that uh, just social and emotional awareness is increasing, and just you know, spirit of- cur- common courtesy as well with
1: yeah, I think you're right. I think the younger people are um more than the older people who who long like a lot of our politicians. And, yeah, you could say that politicians have done it throughout history, but right now we I think we have more liars than ever. I mean, they're, like, flat out to the face, and the next day you can find out that, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the Democrats, they get into wars that we probably shouldn't be in, and we think they're all nicey-nicey, and they're doing things, like, behind the back and whatnot, but I'd have to say that, like, this is... This is like in-your-face circus vaudeville act kind of lying. The administration that we have right now, and they're not. I don't even think they try to cover it up so hard.
2: The pilots may be dyed differently, but believe really me, they came from the same orifice. Oh <laughs> uh,
1: well, back to the bullying. So, we haven't
2: offered any solutions yet.
1: Well, well, well. Let me say my bullying, as far as vegans go.
2: Unless he wants to reply with wit and humor and make light of it.
1: Yeah, because people, people don't like it when you get angry. Because,
2: so, you know, you can't always appeal to a good nature because sometimes it just doesn't matter, So, you know, throwing them off with wit and humor in, in a not kind of tone is the best thing.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. It does take a
0: while,
2: though, to start getting your cover on sometimes. It
1: doesn't take a... There's a helicopter going above us right now. Hopefully they're picking up our, uh, our airwaves to take it to... <laughs> oh, gosh. So, um, yeah, because... I mean, it it just happens. And for some reason, bullying happens to some people more than others. And I think it's those who actually speak their truth more that it happens to because otherwise you're going to not speak out and therefore you're not bullied. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how they see you. Um, But, yeah, like if you're going to say something about your truth, be prepared for somebody to try to knock you down
2: if uh little thing uh, we'll on the next step if uh you playing video games it's taught me anything It's that the more opposition you face, the must mean you're going in the right direction <laughs> that's good that's good. The
1: only thing about video games is the more you play the le- the more likely you are to have a d h d in school that's not necessary depending on. The, one. the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that there's tons of games out there that
2: are popular that are
1: pretty violent. They're not it vegan was, friendly, that's
2: for sure. That is true. But there are there's a growing number that is. That just focus on the you know, construction and um creation aspect. But those also with um with the um the interactive um connect or the, um, the ones that we I can't remember. That involves like full body movement Those are very constructive, I think. Okay. But there's this one by uh, Dr. Chopra, I don't know if you've uh, heard of it, yeah. which is the uh, Sanskrit term for the Vedic concept of the entirety of Real, phenomenal reality, which is that it's both a play as in a play that is put, uh, put up on a stage, like we just saw last night, and also play as in what goes on a playground. Ah. It's all God's play. They play recess um, uh, play, play. By the
1: way, we saw a um, a play last night, Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream in Griffith Park. And there were 2,200 people that came. It's free and it's all summer long. Uh, there's another play too, Titus Andro- and How do you say it? Okay, Titus Thank you.
2: A very bloody drama. Uh,
1: okay. But I, I just wanted to put it out there that that was great that the. were a couple thousand
2: oh yeah it was a great turnout I came to see that and it, it gives me oh, heart, yeah it heartens me to know that there's so many people interested in both nature and the art
1: yeah because there's so many kids on video games all day long. I mean I do guest teach and I see it and trust me they're not the games that you're discussing Mike they're Something called Fortnite. Oh, I know that one. And just I, you know, I, I have to tell them to put away if I hear shooting.
2: Yeah.
1: Because I'm not going to allow that. Yeah. But it it just seems that they're so so into it that I I'm a little bit concerned about people's interactions in the future, let's just put it that way, because I did go with somebody who I'm sure had ADHD, and it just was not a good relationship. I loved him. It was one of my first ones, but so into himself, all over the place, I tried to, like, mother him, but it it didn't work, and... I don't know how he is today, but even as he got older, like, a mile a minute, it just, it seemed like, and, and you know, and he was he was into, everything was digital for him. Digital, 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 digital. And I just think that it plays an effect on somebody. So, I think that there needs to be a balance with video games.
2: So, EMF, definitely, but I haven't on one physiology.
1: Even how people drive, Mike.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: So, as we were saying, uh, you, okay, so I was telling you how I was, okay, I don't know how we got into the video game thing, but, But the audience knows, and we will once we hear the playback. Um, Yeah, like, I became vegetarian in 2001. I was pulled in a relationship. People eat meat, need meat. People eat meat. It was just horrible. Um, Family would be like, but you need some meat. And friends didn't really get it. Like, some of them did because they went to um, high higher awareness uh, universities, um, but that was my first experience, and then, you know, just all along, servers, if I would go into a restaurant for, like, quick something to to get to eat, you know, if it, you ask them a question, if it has something on it, they get snippy with you, like, you know, you're trying
0: to...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why do
0: you
1: have to? <laughs> it's trumpy between, well, I've had someone have an attitude. I can't remember the last time, but they always used to do that. And that's a form of bullying, too, for goodness sake. You're you're paying for the food.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're in a service job, you done better well learning how to be a service, you know, and be humble. And. They were, and if not, you're gonna not gonna keep that job for long. That's just the truth. So
1: not interested whatsoever. Not interested. Not helpful. Long orders. I totally remember this. You know, in the earlier days, in the early 2000s, especially of of this. I I even went to one fast food restaurant where they had soy tacos. So I was told. And I got them for a couple years, you know. I mean, I know it's not organic and I won't go through now, but I thought it was okay. And here, uh, the I guess the base that they put it in is made out of beef. And so the soy meat taco that I thought I was having was not completely soy meat. And that's all because I was given wrong information. And that person actually was quite happy about it. I'm like, Are you sure? you know, he's like, Yeah, you know, and it wanted to trust him. <laughs> um so and and you know, that's another thing, not educating your staff. Oh, yeah. That is bullying. Because if your staff isn't educated in serving what you are required, then compromising your body which is bullying your physical um what else and and yeah recently like i've noticed that uh, we said this before vegans um a lot of them are not celibate <laughs> um they you know they Let hold on ace yeah <laughs> and they hold strongly their sexuality and they make
2: it's funny vegans adhere to sexuality as strong as harness adhere to bacon.
1: And they would make so jokes and whatnot. Now with the Me Too that people have like
2: I know, so, vegans adhere to sexuality often as strongly as harness do to bacon.
1: Oh yeah. Right. And you said that in a different show that I might feel more sexual because
2: why we Yeah, that? um it, it's just the uh at least for me and well for others of my you know, life choice persuasion that uh, you know plant based mostly raw to completely raw just happens to get things in a working order better down there so whether you like it or not it tends to be a I guess it's a side effect, a positive side <laughs> effect of going to the beginning and mostly rising heightened, better working uh, libido. But thankfully, I haven't experienced that deeply uh, trauma, a <laughs> neurological damage, which I for the longest time thought was a curse, but then I realized it was a big one. <laughs> this is true. Oh, yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So bullying. Oh, I was bullied. Oh, even on a vegan site. Okay. You know, this one Facebook group. It's called Vegan United, and it's great. Like there's thousands upon thousands of vegans on it. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of any. a lot. It's probably one of the biggest vegan groups out there, and um, there was someone that put an image of a can of, I don't know what it was, one of those energy drinks, and then somebody said, oh, it looks like Monster, and some people just put comments about that it wasn't healthy, and, you know, even though it's vegan... Just be careful, and I said, go or, go vegan, organic. And one person said, all of you are because it doesn't have animal
2: uh, ingredients doesn't make it vegan. I mean, if you go back to um, Martin, uh the founder of the, the Vegetarian Society, who coined the uh, term vegan in the forties, if you go by his <laughs> definition, that uh, it is a lifestyle which seeks to eliminate well all I means acceptable and possible um, undue suffering to all creatures for food, clothing, and any other purpose, i.e. sexual gratification and whatnot, and that includes humans. So, you know, if you adhere to veganism in its most literal sense of the definition as stated by Watson, then, yeah. You naturally come to the conclusion that the two are to be in tandem, humanism and, um, privacy um, and, um, and
1: Well, thank you for that in depth definition, explanation. Uh, it back to what I was saying was this person I don't know if we're going to beep it out. I'm just going to say what she said. She called she said um, all these assholes being judgmental to people. You can even use an explanation you know like (laughs) a-hole. She put the whole darn thing out there and blamed us for telling the person to be healthy and her explanation was like, you know, she can decide for herself. It's only one drink. What do you think? She doesn't know it's not healthy and sick? And then she started putting like an angry face on everyone who had given some advice. And I called on some people that I believe moderate the site and they took the post completely down. So everyone went down. And Yeah, they should have just taken hers out because she was the one who was the bully. It wasn't about her cursing. It was about the fact that, I mean, yeah, personally, I don't think that the curses should be up there. I I don't. That's me. Definitely not the F word. But, like, if you want to have an opinion, as long as you're not bullying, you should be able to put it up. If you start bullying, that's when it should be taken down because bullying shouldn't be allowed to trump the people that are trying to be nice positive I mean how else are we supposed to all get along? you could you could be in the wrong, but you need to put it in a way that makes like sense and not bullying
2: you know. Be able to call yourself out a, a yeah, that's a C there.
1: so that recently happened to me, and that's why I wanted this topic not just to be about celibacy and veganism, bullying, but other righteous uh issues that you know you hold true to, and people are going to um bully you for it, you know, coerce you to do something else probably to favor them. Um, so that's why I've been bullied vegan wise and then bullying asexual and celibate. Oh well, you know what, you mean you don't want to have sex? Like how could that be? Is there something wrong with you? Were you abused? You you must have been abused. Um, uh, you don't know if you don't like you don't know you don't like it until you try it. Never say never. Oh, don't you want to, like, share love? Don't you want to help the other partner? Like, what about the other person? That's pretty selfish. Oh, well, women will make sex just like men. Um, but men, but, but women have a, I'll just say, but women have a pussy and men have a dick. I mean, like, you know, this kind of stuff, like, that blatant in your face. It's horrible. Like, I don't go saying these words and people say these words to me. And that's why I'm saying it because it's the truth, and I'm not going to just like leap it out to uh to be polite. No, I don't want people to hear it, but you have to realize how people are bullied. You have to uh, hear the whole word to know how that impacts a person who doesn't talk like that, who wants to like keep their body pure, clean um you know, and in spiritual uh, balance. I
2: mean, that reminds me of another point, the rather indirect, larger-scale social bullying of the stigma around maintaining one's virginity.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go. Which is much more for a guy, the pressure,
2: than... I I think it's equal for both, depending on... um, the the individual culture, the society um, one grew up in as um, a weighty, and I'm not necessary. <laughs> and if anything, it should be, being for what it is, a virtuous decision.
1: Well, And then don't forget the fact that because one would be a virgin, so to speak, one could be bullied like that. One could be targeted. Oh, you know, I want you to be my first. Oh, I've had many that are my first. You'll like it. Like, oh, you know, I I mean, like, this this is all psychological bullying, even if they don't, like, mean to be bullying you. And this is all... This is, these are all the kinds of addressing and issues that we have to talk about now because we've talked a, a lot about how we've been bullied or haven't been bullied. Um, by the way, Mike, you didn't say how you were bullied regarding being a vegan because your experiences might somewhat be different than mine. Um, I
2: honestly haven't up until probably 15 or so years ago when I started being more active online, on, online communities. Like, there's this one website I still use. It's a uh, chat program that uses a uh, 3D client to make a uh, little 3D representation of yourself 18, you whatnot. It's called Eye View. And I have drawn quite some both uh, more, like, kidding, playing, and also straight-up angry, uh you know, seeing right, like, are you doing, you're wrong for existing type bullying from, you know, all sides on that side. But I found a lot of acceptance as well. Not as much as I'd like, but it's definitely out there too.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's so many, like, for the <laughs>
2: there's
1: so many vegan support groups that I will say... There are people that will get more responses than others. Like, I have asked for help before and didn't get it. Like, and I don't understand. I would think that vegans would be more compassionate, and sometimes they're not towards their fellow humans. They are towards the animals, but not the humans. And that's very disturbing to me. Nonetheless, I still... um, out of any group, trust vegans more than, for sure, you know the general population, <laughs> um, and sell the vegans even more. So, okay, but I just wanted to know, like, oh, well, the biggest thing is we need to tell people. Uh, Michael was going off the internet. He... Facebook?
2: Oh, yeah, they... they, Yeah, they, they, uh, they took down my account and gave me some, uh... cooey excuse or reason for... for having done so, but of course I knew it was because I was... I was very outspoken. Uh... had a very outspoken even profile on there. And, uh... I would pull no punches. You know? Mike... political correctness be banned to the wind.
1: Mike like, was posting several times a day horrific Farm Factory
2: books, they have me, so.
1: videos. They were appearing frequently, and they were appearing on my page. So, I don't know if people were getting upset and or it was just because it was on your page was it just on your page and you were sharing it on my page or was it on other people's Oh, pages?
2: everyone who who was who lived you know the um, way of life not the lifestyle but the way of life was <laughs> in video and sort of on oh, the day
1: so, I have to admit that when you were doing that three, four times a day, I thought it might be a little bit too much. Like, I thought, it might better like, grow something else. I, I, I
2: did actually okay. make that up. up with um, different inspirational memes and interesting websites.
1: All right. Well, you had a lot of factory farm footage in there where it. it to me, it looked like it was predominant and not like many others. I mean, there, there would be this one group that would have loved you. d x
2: e I think you heard about what happened to um, that one. Okay, I can't remember. One part of the, I think there's a, a branch of it he, he called out of whole food, just asking a question. Who? I can't remember his name. And uh, I'm still when to go back. Recently? Okay, recently. I was in the past few months. He just went and asked about the free range meet or whatever. And then uh, and he asked me a question, is, you know, activity or whatever. And he was taken out in cuffs by the... What state? California. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: Where? Northern?
2: Um, I'm not this.
1: What? I heard about someone setting the tape in Whole Foods and ask about the chicken and she was
2: arrested. She was in the scenario. They have no balance for even a question because they're scared and you know they know they're going down. So they're not as much a fight as they can to look as and lean as they can. Well do you okay. think
1: they'll go down as a company, you mean?
2: Well, food's, I don't know. I keep hearing and seeing that uh, CEO was his in John Matthew or something.
1: Yeah, who's a vegan.
2: Supportedly. If he really was, he would, you know, put his CEO's food down and say, okay, everyone else go vegan or, you know, whatever. <laughs> so is that what it is? is coming that's what it comes to. Ship up or shape up. Shape up or ship out, you
1: know. Well, I met the person who actually made him think about going vegan. Really? Yes. Wow. And um you know, the topic was brought up that he needs to um, he needs to appease his other shareholders or a that company. And, and that's, why, that's why the whole place can't be vegan. I don't think he can. I think somebody else said it.
2: Okay. It can and it will. Okay. Or it will dissolve completely. You know not either It go vegan or go obsolete. That's the reality. So biome just can't support that's
1: what Well, I know that, but as long as they're taking a profit, they're doing that
2: over no. ethics. So what's needed is for, to, for them to realize that they can still earn a profit, but ethically they don't get that.
1: No, they don't get it.
2: So they will go out. If they did not change, then they would go down.
1: Well, that's horrible. He wasn't even filming himself. Was he filming himself when he asked the question?
2: No, someone else was filming. Oh. Well? And it was just a simple question about the condition of the free range and apparently to company policy or whatever that was no-no. You no, went not
1: I thought it would be because he knew that he was going to be filmed
2: in there. No, it was the question, actually. The, the, the person behind the counter stated that it was, yeah, the question.
1: Oh, well, it was the person behind the counter.
2: 40, 40
1: 50,
2: I don't know. <sighs> it's... I couldn't tell she was anything. I'm going to be <sighs> Anywhere within to 40 years. Do
1: You feel sometimes you need to be with people that are slim because, like, overweight people like really don't get it. I hate to say that because I don't like to discriminate against people's body shape. You good. yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I unfortunately developed orthorexia uh, after coming down with an illness, and it was like thanks to the freaking tap water. Oh um, yeah, the the public the, the the water for the city comes from this lake called uh place of like, uh it's like the south. and uh it runoff from all the animal in the air. And I don't know if you know this but the whole animal situation in Uruguay, the entire the country of Uruguay is way worse than the whole of the United States. I uh, much crazier about childhood death down there. <laughs> and so all this death gaspacho runs into the water supply and I came down with symptoms, and nearly died. I lost one to weight, and I haven't really been able to put it back on since. That's uh, awful the of my mind a little bit and I kind of liked it and doing this flight and skinny it definitely puts less of a strain on the frame you gotta admit yeah it's less gravity to work with or work against rather that's why I like swimming so much because it's so well intact rather than lifting weights and biking
1: so yeah, so being around like overweight people, I really feel that they don't get it, and then I think that they think that you might be, um, what's the word like, discriminating against them or whatever based on your like beliefs of like eating and whatnot.
2: I I just <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't want it for them because it's not good for them. That's you know what I try to, you know, come across with first and foremost is that you know. I'm taking issue with this because it's not good for them, right? I'm mean, I'm concerned, you know, just, you know, common courtesy.
1: But I don't have time for people to get angry at me. Well,
2: no, no, you know, they're not receptive to my to where I'm coming from. You know, with know, with it, and I just leave it be.
1: Because I'm not getting paid for these people,
2: yeah.
1: you know, and that either. Even you
2: know, if I like what put up with. It.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Affirmation. Did you hear that beep? Okay. Um,
2: Amen to the (laughs) heart.
1: So ways that we can come back. So you said witty responses. See, no, sometimes it's easier to craft a well-designed written response. What happens when affirmation? You hear this kind of stuff. In person. Well, and and there are people they already have their speeches ready. Like there is something called Vegan Toastmasters, and that's what yeah. they do week after week. Yeah. The thing is, their speeches they're they're long, quite yeah. lengthy. And a lot of people don't have time to sit through that for a response. Yeah. So you have to have you have to have a one liner yeah. or, or something? You do. Yeah. 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 And then you have to have some resources available. Yeah. You always need to be able to point to a link. Yeah. And uh, our link is available, right? Yeah. They can see a whole chain of shelter Vegan Voices CBV code on YouTube and also on iTunes. Yeah. Um, actually, Mike is an, the new host. It was Chandler Kleb, So Chandler and I have 1 through 25. And uh Michael and oh, so sorry. Taylor has up to twenty-four. Michael and I have twenty five, twenty six, and this will be twenty seven, but they still need to be posted as of today's date, which is July twenty second, two zero one eight. So there's a two 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 in there, which as far as I'm concerned, means master builder. Mm
2: mm-hmm. hmm. Hey, um,
1: so, how would you tell people to come up with these one-liners? Because I'm telling you, uh, Postmasters will
2: not do it. Yes, you know,
1: Yes, one-liners, no.
2: Same way you prep for stand-up. I was <laughs> in front of the mirror, you know, just stripping the web looking at funny shit. It's you know,
1: it's okay. We'll, we 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 can beat that one. Up.
2: Losing the world and all its. You know, avenues for material and inspiration, and then you know, coming it together however you will and diffusing it.
1: Great, great. That's actually a really good um, idea and and tool for people to use the, the mirror thing. I like that. It's always to me good to see how you come across physically as you're saying something too. You know, is there something that you could do? That has a power move to it. You should probably do that. So I've never done that, Mike. I mean, with acting, you know, some acting teachers say do not look at yourself in the mirror. Then you're just fixed in this one kind of like way of doing it that it doesn't. It's not organic. But I don't know. Other other teachers are like, well, you should you should look at yourself um, on video. You should practice yourself on video doing it however many times before an audition. So there's different philosophies.
2: You think first you know, go over it in your head first, and then without a mirror, then with a mirror, then video would be a good progression.
1: So yeah, maybe we should do an example. Um, This recently happened to me where I actually said to some students that I was a vegan. I don't know why I did. I don't know what context. Of yeah, and there were a couple Armenian American students, and a lot of Armenians are very um, meat oriented. You know, they like a lot of barbecues and whatnot. It's again, just like Mike said, it's certain cultures. The Armenian culture. I mention them because um, I uh, I have someone close to me that I do business with. And, you know, little by little he understands where I'm coming from when it comes to veganism, but at the same time not really. <laughs> because even though there's a lot of um, fresh fruits and vegetables within the, the traditional culture, there's a heck of a lot of meat as well. And that's something that we could discuss in the future which cultures are more prone to have um you know to to take on this this lifestyle this philosophy of not hurting animals nor your own animal temple yeah <laughs> and you know which ones hold stronger to their traditional meat mm-hmm. and animal products you know and yeah and there are quite a few cultures that are, I'd say, basically vegan.
2: vegan. Yeah, yeah, pretty much plant-based, life's, uh, way of life. Yeah. I think that so, would be James Callett, nonviolence and thoughts, and diet in general.
1: So that would be great. We could discuss different cultures in the in the future and maybe we could have people comment on what culture they come from and is it difficult to go vegan, uh, traditionally speaking, or is it not? So, yeah, that would be awesome. Definitely. All right, well, we've certainly put on a long show. (laughs) We certainly have. Hopefully people are going to listen to this right before they go to sleep. It's good bedtime reading, you know? It
2: sure is. Bedtime
1: listening, yeah. So, all right, thank you so much, everyone, for listening.
2: Yes, we do hope you'll join us in the future.
1: We do have a lot of social media up now, so you can go to our Facebook page, Celibate Vegan Voices, CVV code. Um, you can also go to Instagram, which, Michael, uh, he produced that one. and
2: I'm, put co- that under. I'm co-curating. It's uh, Celibate Vegan Voices.
1: Great. And then we also have a Twitter handle, Celibate Vegan Voices. So... If you want to communicate with us, you have all those places. And, of course, YouTube, our Selvet vegan voices, uh, YouTube. All right, thank you so much. Please do comment or question. We hope they're all good. Please, no trolls, okay? If you, if you don't agree with us, that's one thing, but, you know, keep away the negativity. We like to keep it positive. We're putting these shows out because we want to help people. You know, a lot of celibates in the past um, have been marginalized, discriminated against, because we're always being told that there's something wrong with you if you're not having sex, Even you know, especially if you're married or whatnot. But here's the thing, it's it's really meant for procreation, intercourse. I mean, that that's just so obvious. And if people are upset with me saying that and saying, but it's fun too, blah, blah, blah.
2: And the funny thing is that wasn't even the original plan as far as, re- you know, reproduction and bringing new souls into incarnate existence. That wasn't even necessary. It was all done through sheer will.
1: Maybe you want to explain a little bit later on another show?
2: Certainly. I'd love to expand later <laughs> on a future show.
1: Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you in suspense. But, mm. yeah. um, Continue. <laughs> we wanna help people, we absolutely do. We wanna save people from um
2: unnecessary harm and misery
1: exactly, and you know'
2: on the unnecessary part
1: we have a family member close by right now, and she was coughing, so that was an a- affirmation uh and also vegans, you know we've also been marginalized we've been pressured to work with animal products against our will if we wanted to maintain our jobs and whatnot. So, you know, we've come a long way and we're putting the show out to the public to help people. So hopefully you'll agree. And if you have uh, a different opinion, feel free, but no trolling, okay? Keep it positive.
2: Yes, please do. Thank you.
1: For Monique and Michael, we are the... Celvet Vegan Voices, otherwise known as the Celvet Vegan Compadres. Ah, <laughs> the CVV code, thank you so much.
2: Yes, yeah,
1: thanks. Shell. Hope to be hearing from you. <laughs> here. Bye And Shell on that vegan. The celibate way. I need some
2: love, some
0: companionship. won't compromise my eyes. I close my lips. Yeah, yeah. Homosexual Bisexual I'm Anasexual Yeah Demisexual Semisexual sexual, Heterosexual I'm asexual, Yeah we We're in Moscow And Paris France we We're all over the world we We're in Los This say- is Some love, companionship, won't compromise. I close my lips. Transsexual, yeah, yeah. pansexual, homosexual, bisexual. I'm asexual. Yeah. Demisexual, semisexual, graysexual, heterosexual. I'm anisexual. Yeah.